Hey there, listeners. We're going to get started today with another segment of What's Hot, What's Not with Matt Taylor from MJT Hospitality. And what was not hot was the weather <laughs> in in January in Omaha. We saw just some astronomically low temperatures. It was pretty miserable for a couple weeks there. But even when it's not that cold, January is typically a very difficult month for restaurants. What are some tips that you have in, on just how to get through those January blues for restaurants. I love that. Traditionally, uh, we are slow, but can we hang our hats on tradition always? No. And I think one of the answers is going to be tech stack. When we're looking at our ability to reach our guests through the cold weather and incentivize them to patronize our restaurants, we've got to think about convenience. And if we can use uh, and leverage our technology, such as delivery apps, third-party delivery, catering, and pickup, we can really start to break through some of those slow month sales. I always encourage restaurateurs to look at tech stack and really dig into what is convenient and low cost for guests to be able to reach you from the comfort of their own home. Fantastic. That is very helpful advice. Let's get to the episode. Hey there, Omaha. Welcome into another episode of Restaurant Hoppin'. I've got a fantastic guest for you today, but real quick before we get to them, I have to tell you about Certified Piedmontese because this is a brand I am so excited about. In fact, I will never forget the first time I had Certified Piedmontese. The crown jewel of my initial visit to Casa Bovina was a beautiful rib cap that was so lean and tender, it was almost silky in texture. The moment that beef hit my taste buds, I was hooked. These animals are raised all natural on a network of family ranches across the Midwest, so Certified Piedmontese is able to cut out the middleman and buy directly from the source. And while I highly encourage you to check out Casa Bovina, you can savor this beef at home, too. Whether you order off Piedmontese.com or by calling 1-800-414-3487, your purchase will be shipped directly to your front door. Plus, when you use my discount code HOPPEN, H-O-P-P-E-N, you get 25% off your order. How can you beat that? So what are you waiting for? Get some steaks, burgers, bacon, or other meats and experience the certified Piedmontese difference for yourself today. And now to my guest. Hey there, Omaha. Welcome into another episode of Restaurant Hoppin'. I'm your host, Dan Hoppin', and none of you either listening or in the room right now would be here right now without the TV show Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives because... This, this Food Network show and its eccentric host, Guy Fieri, were really the inspiration behind my love of local restaurants and watching him go to all these local places all over the country and just get to meet the chefs and hear their stories and rave about the food. That was my real inspiration to start my website, to start my podcast and everything like that. Guy came to Omaha like way back when, I want to say like early 2010s or something like that and went to some Omaha restaurants. But our food scene changed so much in, since he came last time, and it's starting to get big again. So he had to come back out, I think it was in May of 2023, sometime spring, early summer. Guy came back out, and he came to six Omaha restaurants. All six of those episodes have aired now. He came to Block 16, Modern Love, WD Cravings, and he also came to the restaurants of the gentleman sitting next to me tonight. From Dirty Birds, we have Moses Mosley. From Kitchen Table, we have Colin Duggan. And from Izzy's Pizza Bus, we have Brett Geiger. Guys, welcome to the show. Good to be here. 
All right, to, to kick things off, uh, people here are experiencing your food, um, maybe for the first time. I would love for each of you to just introduce yourself and give, give us like a 30-second elevator pitch on what your concept is. Go ahead, Moses. I'll start, yeah. Uh, my name is Moses. Uh, I own Dirty Birds. Um, I, I guess pitching our concept, man, if you, like, read a lot about our website and so forth, we were fortunate enough, me and my business partner, to come up in the city working the hotlines at a lot of restaurants, mostly for this guy right here. Uh, but we, we had a chance to experience a lot of places that we fell in love with in the city, you know, the night owls of the world, the kitchen tables, and all these places, and take that and become our own. And uh, we had that opportunity, you know, it's a story that I think only Omaha can produce at this point, you know, like guys on the hotline wanted to open a restaurant, go for it, do it, you know, talk your stuff, make it happen. And that's what we got to do. Uh, so it's, it's a little bit of everything. It's collective. You guys had my food tonight. So, you know, you thought Dirty Birds fried chicken, right? Nah, sorry. You got to come check us out for that. Uh, but but it, it does show a little bit of our versatility in coming up in the city. Uh, the Hildago style chorizo, uh, the bread. Again, this guy taught us a little bit about bread. But, uh, you know, I wanted to show, show, showcase and our versatility a little bit. But we just are that neighborhood restaurant, I would say. And that neighborhood is Omaha, I guess. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree 100% with that. Um, the Omaha neighborhood has is, is kind of given me my wings, for sure. Um, I grew up in this town before it was, before it was a food scene. Uh, when there were like two chefs in town who people knew their names, and I was really fortunate enough to work for both of them. Um, coming out of high school, I worked for Gene Camarada down at the Brass Grill, and uh, he really opened my mind to the idea that that food could be more than just the same thing over and over and over again. And um, you know, I mean, everybody in this world uses Hellman's. Everybody uses Heinz ketchup. Um, but that's not that's not what food's about. That's not what's going to bring people out. Uh, so my wife and I, Jessica, who's over here looking lovely. Shout out, Jessica. Um, yeah. You know, we, we we traveled the country a little bit. We saw a lot of a lot of different things, and uh, and and we came back home with all those tools and and built ourselves a house. And that house is is the kitchen table, and. Uh, you know, I mean, our goal, our our mission is to produce food that you're familiar with, that you're comfortable with, that you understand, that is completely different than the food that you eat every day. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that, that's kind of what we do. We, If we can make it, we will. And we'll make it a little bit different. Um, it'll be something that you understand that you're familiar with, but it'll be our take. You know, we're not, like I've said a million times before, we're not here to reinvent the wheel. We just make it ourselves every single day. These guys scratch make just about everything. Ketchup. In, in that they make kitchen. their own ketchup. Guy, you know what? Guy gave us a bunch of shit about that. Yeah, like, he normally should. I, yeah, normally I come into places and I'm like, you make your own ketchup? Heinz he gave me does shit a about really that. good <laughs> job. Wow. Awesome. You know, but if your ketchup leads into your steak sauce, leads into, yep. you know, all the other things that you do, if it's a piece, you build your larder, man. It's all about your, it's all about the pantry. And like, if you walk into a restaurant and the pantry is a bunch of bottled shit came from Cisco, 
then you know what you're going to get there. Straight up. But yeah. if you walk into a restaurant and the pantry is a, a bunch of delis with weird labels on them that are, you know, just, you know, random jokes, inside <laughs> jokes ketchup, that you don't know. Because I burnt the ketchup a few times. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So we it's know, and, and we know when it's the ketchup's hard. burnt, it's going to make a good <laughs> steak sauce. But yeah. don't put it on a burger. Right. Right? So you, I mean, you start to understand these flavors from the base as opposed to, like, Starting from the palate, the you know the basic palate, elemental. Yeah, you you build your own palate, and you build your own larder, and those things that you know you you store for the future, they're not just things in a can. They're they're things that you've put time and energy and thought into, and I've taken too much time. So, <laughs> go ahead, Brent. Brent, you have two seconds to sell some issues now. Can't interrupt that. Are I'm you sorry. Kidding? That, was, that was beautiful. No, yeah, apologize yeah. for nothing. Keep going. No. Yeah. Brett, give us 30 seconds on Izzy's. 30? Come on now. No. <laughs> 36. Um, yeah, I'm fast. Anyway, like, uh, we make pizza. Like, uh, yeah, we make Detroit style pizza. We started in Las Vegas, uh, where we lived at the time. Um, I just wanted to create something for myself and uh, make a pizza that no one else was making at the time. It was kind of a thin crust pizza, really. I was going for a tavern-style pizza, which might come out soon. Um, just keep watching, I guess, for that. Mm-hmm. But um, it was like a tavern-style pizza, just kind of crispy thing I was going for. And we were like a, fell in love with Detroit-style pizza, so I figured I'd buy some pans and try that. And uh, sold a few, and sold a few, and then sold a few. And we're like, all right, this is, this is like a thing. So now that's our thing. We do Detroit-style pizza. Um, and uh, I just pretty much just fell in love really with just pizza, honestly. I was just doing it as a side uh, job. And then, um, as we all know, COVID happened, but I started the business like about six months before COVID. So I was just kind of going, and then it happened. And I'm just like, well, this is my only job now because food's allowed. So <laughs> kept going with food, uh, and it just kind of just went, you know. It was one of the things that was allowed to keep going business-wise. So we got a little bit of press because we were open. Not a lot of places were. Um, but ultimately, in the end, what just propelled us is just, I feel like, the chase for better pizza all the time. Honestly, I don't know who had it tonight, but that's a total Frankenstein dough. Uh, I hope it was good. Um, it was good. Um, just trying new things all the time. Uh, that was a new dough formula I'm trying all the time, like literally every maybe few weeks. You know, I'm just changing stuff all the time. Um, like he said, just like making things from scratch, trying to figure out what works well. Even for for me, for the dough, like the environment here changes it. Like you know what happened in the past Straight week up. or two. Straight, yeah. Try to for make real? dough and this is the you know, the environment we're in right now. Yeah, your it's humidity a whole is less beast. than zero. And it's, it's rough. It's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, weird. Yeah, totally. Even the cook of the pizza, like things are drier and just different. And I don't know. Um, yeah. Like I'm married to my wife, but I, I'm much more in contact personally with the flour sometimes. Right? <laughs> right? Seriously. <laughs> you know, you know, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Yes. You yes. gotta, you gotta know how it's feeling, man. You have you to, you have to know how much water it you needs. Feel it's it. really important. One of my favorite videos when I was learning how to make dough, he's like pushing it and he's like, it's your woman. You just have, yeah. to, you, you have to feel it. For there's real. like, there's a love in there, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. It changes all the time. So you ever just like punch it? 
Yes. Yes. You have to. It's so I, important, man. When I fold it, you always give it a slap. You I'm always jamming slap, me, music, yeah. so I just slap it to whatever the beat of the music <laughs> is going on. This, pod, this podcast is going to have one of those little explicit <laughs> things on it. This will be the first restaurant <laughs> hopping on that has to get flagged. Let's go. Sue about that. <laughs> and Moses haven't even gotten so, started. I, yeah, we're just getting started. Nice job. All right, let's. Uh, so, yeah, so more than 30 seconds. There you go. No, you're good. We make pizza. And brick and mortar coming later this year. So just keep your, keep your eyes open for little, that. Little baby one, but yeah, yeah, little guy coming. Okay, so let's, let's get into the Triple D experience because all you guys' episodes have aired. You've seen them. You had watch parties. As you look back, what is your number one lasting memory of that experience? I'll go first. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, I mean, the show was great. The production, my... My background was a little different approaching this show. I was a backstage chef for years and years. So TV cameras and, you know, music and production and lights, everything. That was part of my life for a long time. I think you were too a little bit. But uh, I was a backstage caterer. I had my tour radio tattooed on me. So it was a great experience. It was a lot of fun. My lasting experience is the crew. We got them wasted. Absolutely <laughs> hammered. Oh, like, after, dude, after our nice. show. And I think they got in trouble for, like, the next video they had to do. Like, the... Pr- the producer was we really We had different mad, yeah. crews. I'm wondering if we had Man, any of the same guys. They That's got, fun. They got absolutely hammered. But it was, it was the best time ever. I mean, we, we had all these crazy, weird screenshots we all woke up and saw in the morning. Like, it, it was a lot of fun. But uh, I, guess, I, guess, I guess the best part was the camaraderie, the crew part of it. Again, being around so many productions in my life, it's always fun. For sure. The talent is always great. They're always nice to meet, of course. But that crew, you, you can tell they've been doing it for so many years, like, the lighting, the fixtures, the way you put your hands and so forth, you know, hey, do it five times. One, two, three, you know, do that. That The crew was probably my most lasting experience, especially with, like, with my crew involved. You know, it was, and I guess we'll talk about more, we'll get into more, but that crew was awesome. The words of wisdom that I got from Guy after that, I don't know if we'll talk about that later, but it was a lot of fun. But that, that was probably my lasting experience. Waking up and seeing with, a giant mess in my restaurant. Mm-hmm. I can agree with the crew thing, just coming from show business. Right. Uh, everything is staged all the time. And we've done filming and we've made movies right. and stuff. Where in the, I worked at Cirque du Soleil and we did all that kind of stuff all, like, all the time. So seeing those guys come in and I was kind of prepared for it. And they were like, oh, you've done this kind of thing before. But like you said, like the pro- level of professionalism those guys had right, and just right. like, this is what we need. Bam, 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 bam. Just mm-hmm. like handled business. And they were awesome to work with. They were super fun. Like we had a really good time with them. Yeah, yeah. You can see why they're so stuff. successful, to be yeah. honest. Uh, you can see why he is so successful, man. That crew was the amazing. The crew was awesome. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And he, I mean, running two crews in the town at the same time and just right. a seamless transition. Like every episode was clean as can be. Um, I don't know. I mean, my lasting impression was really just seeing Guy work and seeing that, you know, he's just a real dude. He's, he's just doing his thing. He's he, he comes in, and when the camera goes on, he's on. He's on, and you better right. be on it. And you better be on it. But when the camera goes off... He's like your homie, man. He's yeah, just yeah. Like, he's just hanging out. He he's like, sure, he's sure. like showing me pictures yep. of like Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes who are like talking to his friends, and it, 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 it's like, what? Who is this? He's talking, no, he's just, he was talking to me about Vanilla Ice. Yeah, because we have a pizza called Vanilla Ice, and they're friends. Totally. 
So he's like, you know, he's my friend, right? He's got, yeah, yeah. I know he's your voice. friend. Yeah. <laughs> of course he's your friend. Jesus, are you kidding me? Rob Van Winkle. Uh, yeah. Rob, Rob Van Winkle. Rob Van Winkle. Yeah. Yeah. Should hashtag that. <laughs> so, but no, I, yeah, that was that was the main thing for me. It was just just like seeing that, like these guys said, the professionalism of the crew. But then, like the man shows up, and it's like the, showtime. The, the wagon circle, and everything tightens up, and you've got two hours. You've got two hours of this man's time, and he's. Because he's paying folks, too. I mean, he's running a restaurant in a sense as well. Exactly, like, yeah. You know, he can only have that crew there for so long, and especially he's coming from the backstage labor, world. Time. You he go over know. a few minutes, man, you get into start You start getting into penalties. Right. And that, and, that, and that cuts into your bottom line, just like a restaurant. Totally. So, you know, he, they're all about it. And they're in season 47 of Diners, Drivers, and Dives now. So they've, they've got no this joke. ironed what? out a little bit. Yeah. A little what? bit of experience there. Down a couple. Um Obviously, you know, seven-minute segments, it's really difficult to tell the story of a restaurant in seven minutes, especially, you know, when... Well, I mean, you think about the, the, the restaurants, you know, we, we closed for two days. No, no, it's no. It's not no, seven no. minutes. No, no, no. That, that's what I'm getting to. I'm saying that it's, it's a two-day process of filming, but what the, the end product, what the uh, viewer sees on TV is seven minutes. Right. And, that, like, that's how your restaurant is known to thousands of people. Now, how did you guys feel like your restaurants were represented? Were you proud of, of what you saw? I, I'll start real quick. But I was super proud of what we saw. I was really happy. Uh, my business partner, Debo, who can't be here right now, he's doing a Christmas party right now at the restaurant. So, but he, he did the cooking, and he killed it, man. It, it, was, it was a lot of great. I love seeing, you know, we've seen a lot of return for it. But the biggest thing I had a gripe with is they, they missed a big story. And that was us coming from these guys. That was one thing. Mm-hmm. And again, because you say it's a condensed thing, it's like, it's like the radio, man, it's compressed. It's like, it sounds soft. But they missed a big story, and that was, you know, two guys coming off the hotline that had no business owning their restaurant running the flat iron, you know. And we came from these guys. We, we worked on the hotline for these guys. And it's a story that just got totally over. I mean, there was a lot. They had a lot to talk about, like you're saying, like, you can only see seven minutes. Of you got to edit two days down into Straight seven up. minutes. Yeah, right. It's, it's and they want to and they want to push your individuality right. more than anything. Man, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I gave you a job. Right. You know, I guess I, I, <laughs> I gave I, it. I, I, well, more than a job. I mean, come on, man, more than a job. So, yeah, like, no, we, it was more than a job. No it, so we, you know, we see that take place. But like, you know, and especially for me and Debo, my business partner, like working for Kitchen Table, Diner Drivers Dive is there, but. You know, we, we left. We went to the Blackstone, of course. Then we came back, and we are like, a block away. Mm-hmm. And now we're a restaurant right next to it. You know, we incorporate well, a lot of our love. Maybe and that's a story that we got to find a way to Ex- tell. That's what we're doing right now, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. But that, that's what I think. Uh, they just missed a big story, especially because that's so Omaha, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, that, that's very us and, like, what we can achieve in this city. Like, we, we, our stories should be replicated. There should be dudes on hotlines in restaurants right now being like, yo, I can do that, like, 100%. Yep. We are, we're still that city that can Agreed. make that happen. Totally. I believe that. So. Yeah. How about you, Brett? How would you feel? I think you were pretty happy with how Izzy's was represented on the show, right? I liked it a lot. I think it was awesome that Izzy was represented so much. Cause yeah. Yeah, Izzy. Boom, there yeah. she is right over there. I'm all about that. She did an amazing job. She had so Stole much fun. That was the last week of school, and we're like, you're not going to school. You're going to do this. <laughs> That's what's happening. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, that was really fun. Just uh, I'm really happy that my pizza's cooked awesome those two days because 
It's not necessarily something that happens all the time. Doe was a beast. So uh, that worked out great. Um, for me, it was like crazy how they edited it. I was telling my buddy Ryan that was in town today. You know all about Ryan. What up, Ryan? Um, I was telling my buddy Ryan about, about it today, just like how they edited it. And I was like, man, I wish people could see it how it was. Because, you know, they cut it down or whatever. Um, but if you... If you nerd out a little bit before you're on there and you Google, like, his reactions and all these things, and you're like, you can tell if he likes it, if blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, he's just sitting there eating it a certain way and, like, just checking it out. And he says certain things to the camera, and you don't see any of that in the episode. But I'm like, man, if they would have showed that, because I remember in my head what it was like. So, so. What, what, what was he doing? Like, pull back the curtain, tell us. It was just, like, the the multiple bite thing, like, like. Off he takes one and he just kind of critiques you. He's like, "Oh yeah, that's pretty good. It was kind of good. Nice job, chef." Thumbs <laughs> like you know whatever. Like cool. Right, I liked right. it. Um, two bites, three bites. Like okay, this is good. But he was like four or five bites in by the time like what you actually see on the show. I was like freaking freaking out in the back, <laughs> just like sitting back there. I'm like oh, this is great. If you rewatch it, you can see my grin. Um, yeah, it was just like it was one bite. And then it was like two bites, and I'm just sitting there, total silence. Nobody was saying anything, because we're in the bus. It was only me and him and like two camera dudes. No one else is around, because we're like tiny quarters where we are. Um, and then like four bites in, and he just looks at the camera, and he's like, is he freaking out yet? And I'm just in the back like, this is dope. <laughs> I was like, all right, I got four bites in before he like started making comments. That's pretty sweet. So. So that's a moment. Um, that's a moment. Just that something I, you don't actually see, but that's a moment that I wanted to ask all you guys about because, you know, guy never, never trashes anything on his show. But there are times where you can tell he's very excited about it, and sometimes where he's just kind of like, "Yep, that was good." And yeah. I, I've even seen him have a couple episodes where he'll take a bite of something and go, "I'm glad people like this. That's not for me." Yep. So th- I mean, there, there's that moment that kind of just hangs in the balance. So, what was that like for you guys as you're watching him eat your food and uh, you were on camera, Moses? You weren't, but you're watching off camera. Like, what are the emotions going through your head in that moment? <clears throat> I mean, it's a big deal. It's yeah, a big yeah. deal. You're, you're just like you. You know, you put, like we said before, it's it's two days. You close your restaurant down for two days for that moment. But it's all your, your whole career, really, it, at that it, point. Yeah, yeah, it's everything you've built up to. Yeah. It's, for it's a couple like bites. For, yeah. for this guy. And, like, guy. Yeah. And, and hey. so... But like B was saying, there's a couple key words you got to watch out for. Like, culinary gangster, he says that. Like, you're living it. Fine dining on a on a plate. Like, that, or those are these key words you watch out for, and you're like... Say okay. One, you said that. Two, like, all right, yep. cool. We're Let's on. Let's go. Yeah. We're on. Um, if he says that he would eat your sauce on a flip flop, that's usually a good. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah. Should, you should. You should bottle that. You yes. should bottle that. Yeah, that's bottle a big that. one. He loves that one. Um, but uh, no, I mean, it's it, for me. It was more like it was more the components. Like as we as we started to build the processes, and like when I pulled the comfy chicken out of the oven for the whole bird. And, like, I took what I needed out to make my chicken salad. And then he picks up the pan and just, like, walks around the room eating the comfy chicken and, like, passing it out to his crew. He's like, dude. Uh, and you're like, oh, okay. 
okay, this guy gets it. This guy gets what I'm going for. How much passion, how much love, how much time I've spent on this one moment, on this one thing that's just one part of the bigger picture. And so when you get to that bite, and he's already discovered all the components, and he experiences them all together. I mean, it's it's a good moment, man. It's a good moment. And and you know, I mean, going into it, I'll be honest. I I know I can cook. I, I mean, I, right. I know I'm good. I wasn't I wasn't surprised that he was impressed at all. And that's not like uh, you know I'm. I'm not that cocky. I'm a pretty confident. I'm, I'm, I'm confident, but I'm not that cocky. You know, I mean, I know that we all work. This business is hard, guys. It's really, really, really hard. And if you don't bring your passion every single day, then people aren't going to recognize. And it's, it's not going to change. It's not going to move the meter. But those little moments, those little things where... Somebody like Guy Fieri comes in and, yeah, I mean, the bite moment is cool. It's really cool. But it's more about, like, this is what I do. And Guy respecting what it is that you do, the processes that lead up to that sandwich, to that dish that he's going to dig into, that's what really resonated with me, with him. was like, he understood. He understood what we go through to get to that and for the general customer to come in and get a sandwich you're coming in and getting a sandwich it's cool but you know that's 30 years of my life that you're eating so that recognition (laughs) really meant something yeah i don't even follow that up dang that was deep Sorry, dude. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I just want to read off of a few quotes that guys that guy had about each of you guys' dishes. So when he was at kitchen table, he had the whole bird sandwich. He said, Chef, the only thing I don't like about the sandwich is absolutely nothing. At Dirty Birds, commenting on the chicken and waffles, he said, anyone that likes chicken and waffles is going to lose their mind. Okay. And at Izzy's, he said, I've got nothing to say but congratulations. It's the real deal. It puts a smile on your face. So, like we were just talking about, like, there is, you know, it's a big deal to have this guy try your food, and you're just kind of hanging in the balance, waiting to hear what he's going to say. And when he comes out and has comments like that, and you start hearing some of the buzzwords that you guys are talking about, what is that feeling like? What's going through your head? Awesome. That's all for me. Awesome. He understands. Like he he said, he understands. And, uh... It worked out like we said. Like you said, uh, you've seen that episode where he's like, mm, "It's not really for me," but I can understand where people are coming from. But it's awesome to see him. Like, yeah, this was awesome, dude. So I don't know the fact that he gets it. Yeah, he's a, he's a showman, but he's not a prop. You know what I'm saying? Like he right. knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he's been. In, you know, he's at 47 seasons. <laughs> he's had some. <laughs> he's had some food, man. No joke. So it was really cool. It was. It was but really he did great. it before. I mean, he opened his own restaurant. <clears throat> mm-hmm. He's been through the same shit that we've been. Yo, through. when he was here, when he was in our place, actually, he was on the phone. Like that's one thing I got from. He was putting in a two million dollar food order for all of his restaurants. Like all the stuff he's been. I was like, yo, two million. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice. All right. Yeah, you yell at Walmart. <laughs> that's <fine. laughs> yeah. That's fine. Go. 
You guys have gotten into this a little bit, but I want to get into more of just like what it was like to interact with Guy because we all see the on-camera persona. It's so in-your-face. It's the bowling T-shirts. It's the crazy zingers and the slogans. It's the spiked hair and the sunglasses on the back of his head and everything. But as you look back just on your interactions with him, especially off the camera, what was your takeaway of just Guy as a human? I, I had a great interaction with him, too. Uh, he actually made me take my shirt off, so I'll just start there. He made me lose shirt off. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Here we go. No, I'm not Here joking. Yeah, I'm not joking. We're I, definitely getting I, an explicit rating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Come on. Yeah, I, I, have my, I have my radio tattooed on me from being a backstage chef for, for so many years. So, like, I have, my, I have my tour radio. You know, copy that. All right. Bringing chicken. But I, I have it tattooed on me. It goes all the way up. It's kind of impressive if you're a backstage, like, roadie kind of thing. And he was like, I got to see it. I got to see it. Let me see it. So he made me take my shirt off. I thought I was going to be on camera. They, they filmed it, but it didn't show up. So yeah, maybe that's just for him. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but one really cool interaction with him off the camera was, like, you know, you always look towards an experience like this to, like, learn something from it or get a piece of advice. And the piece of advice he gave us, he was like, you guys are very, like, this rock star feel, you know, you gotta, whatever. And he was like, you know, you, know, you guys need merch. Like you guys need to be like a band, and you guys need merch. So a little story going off that. We, were, we didn't want to buy merch, and it's just it's, it's the way our restaurant works, like Colin was talking about. We make everything, and I'm talking we make everything. We make our own shirts. So the day he told us that, the next day, my business partner and a few of our employees went to Branson, Missouri, and bought an entire screen printing press. Like, so in our basement right now, wild. Right, right. <laughs> that's the way to do it. That's yeah, perfect, yeah. dude. So in our basement right now, we have a four screen press. We have a printer. We have design software. So all of our stuff we make in house. Like one of my next shirts is one of my employees faces. Like it's, it, it's yes. pretty awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and that was the piece of advice. And that was the off camera. I was like, I, I like that, you know, cause you, you know, you want to end up with an opportunity like that. You want to relish something someone like that says to you. And so he was yeah. like, get merch. And we were like, all right, got you. Yep. We're going to Branson tomorrow. <laughs> so, yeah, we went to Branson the next day and got an entire T-shirt. He knows. He's a yeah, <laughs> entire up. T-shirt shop. It's all set up. Yeah. I love it. That's where my merch is coming from, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, nah, for, for me, it's, it's, it's a very simple moment. Um, after they wrapped up filming, um, do you you go into this whole process where you've you've invited all these people to hang out in your restaurant and and then you have to feed them you know i mean you and so we went from like filming like right into boom busy lunch service we're yeah. serving we're putting food out kicking rocking and i look out the front door of the restaurant and guys like leaning on a on a parking meter, just kind of like watching what's going on from out front. And I was like, oh, that's cool. He's just chilling out there. And then, he, and then he comes in as we're wrapping things up. And he's like, guys, you know, there's usually a big bounce from this. You're going you're gonna to see some, you're going to see some real business. I hope. And then he paused. And he's like, no. No, you know your efficiencies. You know what you're doing. You're good. And then he turned out and walked out, and that was the last. That was the last time I saw a guy. That was it. That was the end of our. But it was just like into the sunset. he walked yeah. off into the sunset. Yeah, but it was just like he was like, no, you know what you guys are good. You know what you're doing. I'll leave you to it. 
And that, that meant a lot, man. That meant a lot. Just coming from somebody with that kind of pedigree and background and experience who, you know, came in and spent a day in my restaurant and just, you know, having that recognition that, like, yeah, we're on the same level. We know what's going on. Felt good. That's awesome. The yeah. fact that he had that confidence in you. That's it felt really good, man. That's awesome. It felt awesome, really good. Dude. I mean, it was like the best moment of the whole. He's like, just take it from here, chef. You're good. He's like, you're good. That's you dope. know, you, you got it. Super cool. Yeah, it felt good. So, other than we got to get merch and we got to get it tomorrow, what are what are some? I mean, this guy has opened God knows how many restaurants. He's been to God knows how many restaurants. He knows about food. Hey there, listeners. We'll get back to my guest in a minute, but I got to remind you one more time about Certified Piedmontese. With 2024 fully in swing, maybe one of your goals this year is to eat healthier. I have a great suggestion for you. Eat more beef. More specifically, I should say, more Certified Piedmontese beef. Certified Piedmontese has less fat and saturated fat, fewer calories, and more protein per ounce than prime-grade beef without sacrificing any of that tender, juicy flavor that you love. In fact, certified Piedmontese beef has fewer calories than salmon. This beef is so lean and tender that you don't have to sacrifice any flavor. Don't believe me? Just try certified Piedmontese for yourself. Use my promo code HOPPEN, H-O-P-P-E-N, to save 25% off your order at CertifiedPiedmontese.com, and you'll see just how delicious these steaks, burgers, brisket, and more can be. Both your taste buds and your waistline will thank you. And now, back to my guest. What, what other tips or advice or anything did he give you either on or off camera, that you were like, yeah, we, we can implement this soon and we should start doing this. He just told me in general, just like think bigger. Like uh, the the post camera, hey, we're done filming his portion for now. I'll come on and just like chat with you for a minute. I wasn't, I was just hanging out on my bus. I had a Mike's Hot Honey Margarita and I was just hanging out while he was like filming. And I was like, this is awesome. He just filmed. There's that Camaro right there outside my bus. This is crazy. Um, I think me and the wife were just sitting on there and he just came on and he's like, Hey, I just want to tell you guys, uh, super awesome. And just like, you should probably think a little bigger than that. Uh, just bigger than the bus since you're doing so awesome and I appreciate what you're doing. So, and here you are putting on a brick and mortar. Let's go. Let's Boom. Go. Right. Neighbor. Mm-hmm. Take a little Ooh. advice. Neighbor. Yeah, yeah. What up? Neighbor. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was, uh, that was just some cool little post-camera advice from him for us. And uh, on the personal level that you were talking about, just the way he interacted with Izzy over there, um, he never even talked to us, like, the first second he walked up. Like, the camera crew wouldn't let us talk to him. Like, he's, like, he's over there. You tape on the ground, and you know where to stand. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have our tape hanging up in the bus. I took the tape off the ground, put it in the bus. I think we finally mopped our tape up. Oh, our tape's forever living in that bus <laughs> up on the ceiling up there. It's awesome. Uh, but, yeah, he uh, the when they finally let us go over to hang out in the spot where we talked to him, because nothing's scripted at all. They just do all this stuff, like, just, like, nope, go over and meet him, and everything's filmed right off the bat. And he's just like, what up, Izzy? And just gives her the fist bump and stuff. Like, never even talked to us. I was like, all right, we don't matter for a minute. We're good. Um so that was really cool just seeing 
how he is as a person where he didn't even care about us at first. He's just like talking about the kids. And uh, he yeah. was really, he was inspired that we just named it after her. And he's like, cool that you're doing it for her and stuff. So yeah, He's clearly the top of the pyramid. Yeah. And he, he sets his own agenda and does his own thing. And, and everybody that works for him responds to him immediately. And that's. That was very clear. You know, coming yeah. <laughs> coming from this yeah. industry that yeah. we're all in and having to employ people and and try to motivate them, and that's impressive. That's impressive when people yeah. respond to you that way. Yeah. It's not yeah, it easy cool. to do, man. Nope. So, very cool. What was the process like of getting on the show? Did you guys apply? Did Food Network reach out to you? What? How did you become aware of it and get on? They reached out to us. Actually, yep. yeah, they reached out to us. Mm-hmm. And from what I hear yeah. when I was talking to the production manager, the way they reach out, they, they they find, I guess, places that people have recommended or, you know, they kind of look around reviews and whatnot, and then they reach out to you. There's a couple preliminary meet, like, talks, and then they get a big binder, a production binder together, <clears throat> and then that goes to Guy. And then Guy is like, okay, this place, this place, this place. And, yeah, he chose us. We were, we were just as surprised. <laughs> just from my surprised understanding, that. it's uh, customers. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's recommendations from people going on Food Network, go here, go here, go here. Right. I have a bunch of people that have emailed me saying, I totally recommended you, totally recommended you. So, Same. Because um, it's not like I went on there and said, come see me. Like, I, yeah. I don't know if anyone else did. I mean, not that that's a bad thing, but I just never did, and we got selected. So. Yeah, I don't answer a lot of unknown numbers, but I, I'm glad I answered that one. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like, Didn't so random. Freezer that day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Like, you'll never guess what yeah. that call was. That yeah. was crazy. They were like, don't tell yeah. anybody. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Tell everybody. <laughs> yeah, but fairly random, really. Mm. Yeah. It really just kind of came out of the blue. How many rounds of interviews like phone interviews or anything like that did you go through i think i went through two two yeah it was it was two and then it was and then a big binder again you got to fill out like yeah. everything yeah bit, they go know. through every detail of every recipe like you i think what do we have to select like six or eight right dishes and Man, you have to go I through was so every easy. single you yeah, guys should do you pizza were. i told them two things i bet <laughs> uh, you we were on the phone so for like easy. two and a half hours yeah. oh man it was so easy <laughs> yeah nice. uh, well that, that's something that i was really interested in just the dish selection process because guy picks what dishes he mm-hmm. wants you to make right? right yep so it was fascinating with with you guys especially because this, one of the sandwiches that he picked, the the whole bird, mm. one of the key components to it is having that fried egg on top, yep. and Guy doesn't do eggs. Not so at I was all. Like, Not right. at all. I was really skeptical. We were really skeptical. But you know what? In watching the episode, I absolutely loved how they dealt with it. Yeah. Because guy, Guy's not going to eat an egg, so we did the whole sandwich without an egg. Like, it wasn't even a thing. And he tried it, and he loved it, and everything was great. And then they have these little moments where they're like talking to the people in the in the dining room about their experience, and somebody said something about then the egg on the sandwich really like brings it all together. And, and guy says, "There's an egg on yours." I'm glad they didn't put one on mine. <laughs> and and I, but I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, because it was like I mean they just totally glossed over the fact that guy has in you know a. a totally unreasonable fear of eggs <laughs> um, but at the same time they presented the sandwich the way it's supposed to be 
and yet they praised it for what it could be without the egg. And it just, I mean, just in, I mean, just going back to the editing thing, it was just like, they like glossed that whole dilemma in our minds down to a 12 second segment. And it was like, oh, yeah. Damn. That production manager, man, he looks like a chef when he's working, man. Yeah. That the whole time, his eyes were down, looking mm-hmm. at everything. Totally. He looks like a chef when he was working. Yep. Nah, that was cool. That was very cool. Yeah. And then for Dirty Birds, I was shocked. I mean, you guys are, the number one thing that you're known for is fried chicken. Mm-hmm. And he did the Achiote grilled chicken sandwich. Right. And he did uh, the chicken and pancakes, which I guess there's the fried chicken tenders in there. But I thought for sure he'd... I mean, just your chicken sandwiches are so massive and right. Instagrammable. I thought he'd go for that. So I was kind of surprised. But even hearing you talk about, you know, you didn't bring fried chicken tonight. You brought the beer ox. Right. You're We're very still, proud yeah. of the pasta you guys are putting out now. So yeah. I think, yeah. were you happy to showcase something other than fried chicken, even though that's kind of your staple? I was, man. I mean, when you get on something like that, you're just willing to showcase anything, get ready for it. And, you know, I'm really glad they picked the pancakes just because that's, pretty unique to us you know the blackberry brie pancakes they're so fried chicken. yeah the sassafras mm-hmm. yeah that was a lot of fun i really like that the achiote was great i'm glad they picked it but oh my there's so many components like when you meet something in a restaurant and you're producing stuff you're usually not doing it all at once like you don't have i mean we had a table this long just like yeah i guess this all goes into one sandwich holy crap <laughs> wow all right let's go and the meal was the same for us they didn't even man. make us make the bread you know that was a big like if we would have had to make the bread that would have been a whole nother episode like that it was a lot it was so much yeah guy really liked dan's joke when he called msg mrs g, Ms. g. Oh, my Ms. God. g. Yeah. made like four comments i was on telling that. someone Dude. about that yesterday i love the miss g dan you know they, they even cut it on one part dan you know guy was like okay let's get excited he's like I'm on 11, brother. (laughs) I don't know. know. If you come meet Dan, you'll get it. It was hilarious. And a guy asked him, he's like, who's your favorite basketball player? And, you know, Dan was like, oh, I love LeBron James. And he was like, okay, shoot the cinnamon into the pot. And he shoots cinnamon. The guy's like, I hate LeBron. He just shot the cinnamon across the head. I was like, whoa, all right. And, you know, he's just like, okay. All right. right." (laughs) On to the next thing. Yeah. That's why I hired Dan yeah. eight eight years ago to wash dishes in my restaurant. Because yeah. just, I mean, the conversation with that dude is just peace. <laughs> it's easy. It's like, I mean, I don't know. He's just he's just one of the more easygoing human beings I've ever known in my yeah. life. Definitely. I love that kid. Uh, you guys all are obviously, you know, very good personalities. You came across very well on TV. But like you've mentioned, this is a huge moment for your restaurants. You're getting more exposure out of this seven-minute clip than you'll see in, I don't know, months, years of your business. How do you or did you prepare it all for that moment? Like, did you run through talking points in your head? Or are you saying, like, thinking, okay, these are the things I got to hit on? Or did you just totally ad-lib it? How did you approach this? I mean, 35 years of life in the industry? Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, but no, yeah. no years on national TV, Colin. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. You it's pretty, pretty much had He came like, to my restaurant. I yeah. didn't go to his. And you try to organize your talking points, I mean, like we did, but, again, Debo was on the episode, so <laughs> was Debo. So, all right. Yeah. 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 You know what? Uh, they're having you cook, so at least you can talk about because you you created it, so... 
yeah. what, whatever they're the two or three recipes they're having you make, at least you've made. So, uh, but I don't know, coming from like show business aspect, uh, I know that just like changes on the spot, especially being a celebrity and there's no like rehearsal or nothing. That's just like, yeah, hey, we'll just whatever. You just wing it, really. Yeah, you man. have no yeah. idea. You don't it know just, what he's gonna bring. You have no idea, like the mood or anything. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. Just but comes that's up. Every, that's every day in the Dude, restaurant. When he man. when he came to our yeah, restaurant, it's like really, just a day, right? That's every yeah. day. Yeah. That's, I mean, I don't know what I'm gonna. I don't know who's gonna come in the front door of my restaurant. I know most of the people who do when they do. You know, I mean, we've been there almost ten years. We've been there over ten years, and I know, you know, probably fifty, sixty percent of the people that walk in the door and by name. It's weird, but. <laughs> Like, I don't know who's going to come in today. And that's that's the business. That's what we do. It's like, here, it's all here for you. Come on in. Check it out. And that's how, yeah, I mean, that's the only way you can approach it. If you put too many talking points in your head, if you put too many ideas of, you know, what you're going to, no, it's here I am. That's how, I mean, that's why we're Trying all in that business, right? Really. And even yeah. if you had something Just together, it's going it. to get yeah. blown to shit, right? As right. soon as they start. Totally. So, yeah. so and then you, you can plan oh, all you want. Shit. He's yeah. not going to ask whatever you plan for. No, right. <laughs> it's just, yeah, just be yourself, man. Yep. They do a good job setting you up, too, you know. Like they, oh, they do. They, they, awesome. they give you all the info that the you need. The stuff they send us yeah. to, like, just prepare for it. Like, they came in, and I was like, I had a rack of stuff, and they're like, yep. sweet, we'll just film. Totally. It's good to go. It was yeah, everyone's on point. Like you said, they've how many seasons did you say? Like 46, they know what they're doing. We are on forty-seven right yeah. now. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Like we got so many documents ahead of time of like do this, do that. Just have this in place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it was, we made, it was super easy. <laughs> I had so much steak sauce. <laughs> right? After, like I went, I went episode, over made it things. was insane, yeah. man. Oh yeah, because I had to make it. I had to make it for guy, and then I had to make it for B roll. But we had to have it on hand to make the sandwich. So I had, I had like six gallons of steak sauce in my cooler after they walked dough. out the door. I had I a like, ton of ranch, a ton know. of sauce. <laughs> like, Achiote. I had so much Achiote chicken hanging around. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. But it's cool because then you have, you know, you, you have something you can check off your list every well, like day. Like I said, we partied, though, it. after. You guys, like, opened right away. We partied for, like, another week after yeah, that. Yeah, we, we just we, went right back to it. We were going to close for the week anyways because we were trying to take a company fishing trip. That's the only reason we pulled it off. Like, we were already closed for that week when he came. But then he was like, oh, we're coming. You well, got Monday, too. Yeah. Damn you. Yeah. We got Monday, too. You, that worked uh, out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you guys only lost one day. Uh-huh. Uh, lucky dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... so Pull back the curtain on that filming process, the, the two days that the production comes in, because Guy's only there for one. He's so, there for day right. one. So what, what happens when Guy is there? What happens on the day when he's not there? So Guy Day is, that was is the, the easy first day. day. That, that was, was the, the fun easy day. day. Yeah. You just, was Guy I mean, Day one or two for y'all? It was day one. One. Yeah, yeah. last two. It was yeah, day cool. one. So you, you have everything set up. Kind of business as usual. Just yeah, cook, cook it is. For a You're just basically setting up, yeah. your, setting up your line, getting ready to roll. Um the crew comes in, they're like, we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this. We're going to do it in this order. And uh, and then Guy rolls in, and it was kind of weird because they had some sort of family issue, like team yeah. thing going on. So when Guy came into our restaurant, he, like, powwowed with the team for, like, 45 minutes to an hour in the dining room. While we're just like... 
let's go. Yeah. We're ready. <laughs> no, they're all sitting there just hanging out, having a team meeting. And that was a little uncomfortable. That's how sure. filming works. Ours was, yeah, no, yeah. it's when, when the time yeah. is, when, when it's time, it's time. But Ours was a little quicker. He actually just came in that, that, uh, the night before, and there was a Brett Michaels show in oh. Council Bluffs. <laughs> so he was at the Count Brett Michaels show just partying it up, and then he came to our restaurant the next morning. So it was like, all right, cool, man, man, let's go. In, yeah. yeah, let's go. It was great. It was fast. It was two hours, I think. Like uh, a, yeah, he was he was around with the with the hour meeting. He was around for like the three three and a half hours. Yeah, it was just like again, you're, you're cooking for a dude. You're cooking for another customer. So that was like yeah, the easy one. Ours was, was like part. two hours total. Yeah, yeah. Showed up, hung out in the car, and but then day two, come on, dude. I even texted him. I had my B roll. I think we were first B roll. I even texted him. I was like, yo, B roll day, bro. Yeah, be ready. Just, just wait, man. It hurts. <laughs> it's eight hours of. Do it again, do it again, do it again. Do it again. I thought that one was like way more laid all back. All kinds though. of random For lighting us, and mics and all kinds. Yeah. Of, like, it was an obstacle course. Like, I was like trying to fight my way through my own kitchen, trying to figure out. And you're not doing dishes all day. No. They, they made me yeah. left hand That's a pizza. That's why we have I don't ever left hand a pizza. <laughs> and it, sprinkle it with your left hand. I'm like, what? what? Right, right. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> what does that even mean? Well, because the camera's here and I got I'm like, it's not going to work out. He's like, I'm so glad they cut it so short down to like six minutes because I don't left-handed the pizza. Uh, they just pan it to where you're just sprinkling <laughs> stuff on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be everywhere, all dude. All the floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, B-roll day was rough. B-roll, B-roll day was a long day. That's man. like the real shoot. That's 10, 12 hours. You're just there with the crew. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I had a really good time on that day. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was fun. No yeah. question it was fun. But it was, yeah, it was like... Like in your own head, man. I feel yeah. like everyone it's was a little less them. tension because boss wasn't there. Sure, that's yeah, that's a real thing. I get yeah. that, but at the same time, it was like we got to get long. this. Yeah, it yeah, for sure. It was like do you it guys again. have a lot more do than we again. do. Like I was saying, do like we just we just do, do pizza. Yeah. It was like do just a few things and throwing some pizzas in. Do it again. Yeah, you we got, had to keep going. Over you guys had a lot of stuff to do. So many dishes. So call out your cooking tickets. Cooking for nobody. It's like, it's I don't call out my tickets. <laughs> Dude, when table that. six? What the fuck? <laughs> what is that? That was, my, that was my favorite. I don't have a table six. Makeup names, makeup yeah. numbers, totally. call them out. Yep. <laughs> that was probably my favorite because we did their watch party at our restaurant, right? Yeah. So because we had those big, we had the, just got the big TVs. <laughs> And me and Dan were in the kitchen. All we hear is calling, I'm out, run. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I've never heard Colin say that before, ever. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So one of, one of my favorite moments from all six of the Omaha segments that Guy did is you were making a sandwich for him, and it was on Levain bread. Mm. And he makes a joke. He, he goes, Levain and Shirley? And I don't know if you were just buzzing him off or it just went totally over your head, your head but you just said, nope, that's what the French call it. Like, you were just totally <laughs> so I'm just curious because Guy, Guy is known for having these quirky little sayings and he's always got little one-liners and everything. How, how do you, like, keep your focus on the food while also entertaining this guy who you know could just throw a zinger at you at any moment? I'll tell you a secret about a Guy Fieri. He steals your towels. Steals your towels. He's a towel stealer. So, and honestly, this is, it's kind of a weird thing, but like a towel in the hand, it's a binky, man. It's your, it's your baby blanket in the kitchen. You have a towel in your hand. And at the time, it was incredibly frustrating, but 
looking back on the situation, I realize that it's, it's a tactic. It's something that he does on purpose. Because we all, in the kitchen, we need our towels, man. Our towels. And so every time I would put a towel down, he would pick it up and move it. <laughs> really? And so then I was like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> And then I'd have to find my, I'd have to find my a new towel, and and that, I mean that's just kind of how he keeps you on point. I told, I know I'm totally like demolishing your question right now, but no, this, <laughs> this is fascinating. This is a way more interesting answer than I was expecting. I didn't know he was a towel thief. Yeah, he's a towel thief, man. It, that's what he my does. Towels. He stole some spoons, but did he steal? He didn't steal your towels. Wow, no, nice. he got me. Nice. He got over and over and over again. It's like every time. So this is how he gets it's the like silverware for it, all his maybe. army. It of just takes he, he, restaurants it, out there because it takes your mind. You, you're not thinking about what's going on around you. You're thinking about where the hell is my towel. <laughs> <laughs> and so then when he hits you with something, it's just like you're in the kitchen, man. You're on point. I need my towel. I'm not worried about what you have to say. <laughs> I need my towel because I can't take anything out of the oven without a, and it, yeah, he just, he keeps you moving constantly. And that, so it's not like you're thinking about things. It's not like you're trying to prepare for a role. You're making food, man. You're doing what you do and what you've done your whole life. And then he steals your towel. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone, if you visit kitchen table or are lucky enough to leave work my for towels, towels alone. Touches towels. Nah, take them, take them. Bring in the dirty birds. Take them and bring them the dirty birds. Give you a free something. There you go. Uh, so you guys have mentioned you all had watch parties uh, where you know a bunch of people came out and and supported you, and you get a chance to finally see the episode. And like you said, you filmed for several hours with Guy, and then eight to ten hours. The, the day after shooting B-roll, but you don't know what that's going to... There's, so, you know, so much... No idea. So many hours of footage they have. You have no idea what that's going to look like when it comes out. What was it like for you watching the episode in that moment? I still ain't seen it. Yeah. Are you Mark serious? Ola, I still ain't seen it. What? But again, again, it was Debo mostly on it, but when we had the watch party, we stayed in the kitchen... We can yeah, hear, no, we can hear ourselves. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I was at your You guys haven't seen it at all? Nah, nah. Y'all crazy? Come on. Uh, Come on now. No, I, I mean, I, I watched it. At, I, haven't, I haven't watched I, it again. It was I weird. have only yeah. seen it twice myself. No, that's good. That's impressive. Yeah. Uh, but yes. No, I watched it at Dirty Birds, and I had, I mean, I, I was getting sick that day. Like, I had a cold coming on, and I felt pretty crappy. Uh, and I got up there, and I had a cup of tea and a shot of Fernet, and then I had another shot of Fernet. Another shot of Fernet. <laughs> and then I had another shot of Fernet, <laughs> and then another shot of Fernet. And then the show came on, so that's... I mean, that, that'll tell you. There was a lot of hooting and hollering, man. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was, it was lot, cool. I had a great time, but no, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird, I'll be man. honest. Yeah. It was cool. It's really cool that it happened, and I love the experience of it. But, yeah, like reliving it, I don't know, man. Right. Right. I don't know. I want to I want to move forward. I haven't relived it many times. But you were at our watch party, and that was a pretty fun time. I will never forget watching you and your family. Like, while the episode's airing, I just watched you guys. And to see 
the pride. Because you pre-watched it, you cheater. I didn't but anyway, cheat. You did, you did <laughs> cheat. You continue. Well, I, you cheated. I'm not, I'm not like these guys. I knew I had a chance to be on national TV, and I wanted to see if I was going to be on the uh, episode. So <laughs> I, I have an ego. I'm sorry. Uh, were you on the episode? For he like, was definitely for like on two it. seconds. Okay. He was there. Quote. Yeah, All he was right. totally there. Good. It, it, it counts. But but just to to watch you guys and see, you know, so much has gone into this restaurant, and to see like how happy you were with how it came out, and especially when Izzy was on, and she did a great job. Like you and Cherish, like were borderline welling up tears. That was a really really impactful, powerful moment. So I made sure I took time. I ain't missing that. I I already like you don't know when it's coming. They just call you two weeks out. Oh, it's it's uh, airing this date, and I already, already booked a wedding that same day. So there's no way I could cancel someone's wedding. And uh, hey, I'm sorry, I have to watch myself on TV. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, f- I went through like three streaming services and figured out how it's going to DVR, so I could just watch it that night. Got me a keg of beer, fed everyone pizza, fed everyone free beer, fed everyone some wine. It was awesome. It was awesome. We had a party. I watched us. Rock that stuff. It was great stuff. I said, "No, I don't mean to sell it. I don't mean to sell it short by any means." No, no, my, for sure. My folks were there. We just, you know, we ended I mean, up just throwing a party yeah, with it. It was. It was we cool. have a different it was thing just cool. because we have a food truck too. It was like you guys have totally different, like even businesses that we do. Like we Not just ran long, a food truck. Not for we long, were, right? We were just right. sitting at a at a wedding for two hours and left like that. That was our only business for the day. We, so like people showed totally out. different game too. So. Yeah, when we aired our when we aired ours, man, people showed out. Our restaurant was packed. Was you guys kills. advertised the crap out of that yeah, party. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. No man. surprise you weren't busy. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was really cool. It was cool to hear everybody hooting and hollering out there, man. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was fun. I saw pictures. Yeah, it was. It cool. was not not busy. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, and and that's the thing. It was for me. It was more about seeing all the people that love us and care about yeah. us. Yeah, and all the people who had a situation. chance to be on it too. That was cool for them right. as well. That was really cool to see. That was more important to me than seeing myself on TV. Right, for sure. Who made the cut? Let's see. Yeah. That was exactly. me. That's why I told him. I hope you're on there. I hope yeah. Izzy's on there. I hope like so and so. Like I already know. Look, we're gonna be on there. Like totally. It's not not a concern. Like. I just hope they represent the food, most importantly. I hope that he, like, doesn't just show off, oh, we're in a bus, or, oh, you just, like, right. do this or whatever. Like, yeah, please, rep- food and the please represent, like, right. what we spent, like you said, our lives or however many years, like, creating. Right. Like, please represent that, like, yeah, do that properly. And I think they killed it. Yeah, Again, they did a great job. Ultimately, yeah. I think all of our episodes did display that. Really. Right. I agree. Now, I'm not going to ask you guys for sales numbers or anything, but have you seen an impact, a bump in both sales, social media, interactions, anything? Like, has your business changed at all since the episode aired? I've seen a bump from all of it, to be honest. Yeah. All of it. It's social media, you know, business-wise. And then merch. You know, we've gone through like 400 shirts. We didn't sell a single shirt. All made shirt. in the basement, yeah, baby. We, yeah, we didn't sell a single shirt before that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but now... Now we're buying out Thrift World and buying all our T-shirts. There so. you go. It's pretty cool. Um, I, I mean, we've seen we've seen a bit. We've seen some applications. I've seen so many applications too. Really? Because mm. we have it on our website. I have like, seen quite a few. Yeah. Wow, a lot of applications and a lot of like hungry younger chefs, which is great to see too. So that's awesome. That's awesome. I saw like I, I would say like a kind of temporary. 
we have a unique situation again with the food truck thing. That like it's not like just like the weather kills us sometimes, or just where we're at may not be somewhere you can just like hang out at. So that's kind of weird. Um, but a temporary, definite increase down with the winter. But we'll see what next year brings. Yeah. Last thing before we jump into the live Q and A. Now that you've been through this experience, how, if it has, how has your opinion of food TV been impacted? How has it changed? And maybe it hasn't. If it hasn't, feel free to say that too. I mean, for me, yeah. It hasn't really changed all that much. I mean, I, I think it's a wonderful thing. I mean, I think it all goes back to, I think it all goes back to Bourdain. So yeah, yeah, Bourdain, but there's a few like Martin Yen, Yen can't cook. Yeah, totally, uh, totally. Know, no, Julie I'm not. Child. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not trying to call it Julie Child. Obviously, um, I grew up on Martin Yen. Yen can't cook. Like yeah. started my culinary career. Totally, one hundred percent PBS. Uh, maybe it hasn't changed. I mean, I don't know. I don't really watch. The great thing about those shows is it brings people in the kitchen that don't work in a kitchen. It's right. really hard to watch those shows when you're, like, in a kitchen all day. Let me go watch this. True. So, Sounds like the whole thing with the bear and all these Emmys. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah I that's could, a cool show. No way. Dude, I would sweat but, if I watched that show right now. Like, no. I can't even imagine what it's like. No way. No. So, like, it's, that, that's every day for us. You know, not unfortunately. It's great. It's cool. It's everyday thing. It's our life. That's I don't watch a lot do. of chefs. The, uh, you know, and, again, I haven't watched cooking shows since you know Martin Yen and yeah. Joe Child and totally uh, Jacques Pepin like Graham you know, Kerr PBS. man anybody can I get a shout out for Graham Kerr anybody yeah, anybody? yeah. Galloping Gourmet Galloping yeah! Gourmet okay there we go yeah. alright yeah. that's what I grew up on in the Silver Palette cookbook yeah uh, alright move on yeah, yeah. Brad, Brad, what about <laughs> the you good, the good stuff we should know about really that's right like that's what I'm I'm just a pizza dude so I'm I'm actually trying to get to that level someday like oh. you know like inspirations y'all are inspirations to me like, <laughs> Cheers, some somehow get there you know like start with pizza and we'll get somewhere else someday but yeah. Yeah, I mean come in any time dude yeah come I mean, hang out that's the thing from sure. the bump from the show you know we were able to buy, finally buy our mixer that we have now and like that we're making all of our breads now from. you're so, making breads you know seeing that bump it like got us I came in right before you were talking about we're getting a new mixer and I was like nice yeah I think it was Here still in the go. box when you showed up when you it, came. Was. it was it was sitting over in the corner uh-huh. yep. yeah so now you know seeing that it's helped us out tremendously for sure you know I love seeing you post when you guys are doing that I'm like yeah all day yeah using that mixer here you go mm-hmm. <laughs> using it well, I, I could talk to you guys all night, but I do want to respect your time. So I think we're going to cut off the podcast segment of it there. I cannot thank you guys enough for taking your time to not only come here, but to cook a bunch of awesome food that just got absolutely obliterated. I mean, yeah. it, it is all gone. Wonderful. Applause to you guys. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank, thank you guys. You guys. And, and th- again, thank you to everyone who came out tonight. Uh, we'll get to the live Q&A here in a second. But, Omaha, as always, thanks for eating with us. A Huda Media Production.